Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Kitchen Club is very kindly sponsored by Momo Kombucha, a fermented tea and delicious healthy soft drink that's low in sugar and good for the gut. One of the founders actually used to come to my yoga class and he's a lovely, lovely guy. So I'm really thrilled that we are now working with them via the pod. Momo brew the old-fashioned way in small glass jars and their kombucha is completely unfiltered for a much fuller depth of flavour. Plus, it's certified organic, so better for you and also better for the environment. Plus, it tastes absolutely awesome. I love it so much. There are some really delicious flavours that they do. What's your fave, Sarah? Ooh, I actually think mine is probably the raspberry hibiscus. It's like the bright pink one and a really, really great alcohol alternative so that's probably mine what about you i'm torn between the ginger lemon and the elderflower i think maybe the elderflower but the ginger lemon's so refreshing mm. they're all delicious it's too they're hard all to delicious. choose there's a yummy turmeric one too yeah and the kombucha is also full of live cultures and healthy organic acids which is a genuine dose of goodness for the gut you can find Momo in Selfridges, Fortnum & Mason, Plant Organic and Whole Foods. And you can also, of course, buy it online. So if you would like to try the delicious Momo kombucha for yourself, you can enter the code KITCHENCLUB15, all in capital letters, for 15% off your own order. Thanks so much, Momo. Hope you all enjoy. And welcome back to Kitchen Club with me, Sarah Malcolm, and my fab friend, Serena Lau. Kitchen Club is the weekly podcast that brings you conversations from the kitchen table. Each week, we have a brilliant new guest, a new area of expertise to get stuck into, and a new recipe which is created using our guests' three favorite ingredients. Today's guest on the podcast is Michelle Lavin, who is head of brand at Sensate. Sensate produce sonic resonance therapy devices, which help the body's nervous system to recover from daily stresses, delivering immediate calm and building stress resilience over time. And I'm very thrilled because... I'm obsessed with my sensei. I quite like mine too. <laughs> We're so excited to chat to Michelle all about the vagus nerve, the importance of activating the parasympathetic nervous system, and how a sensate device is the ultimate stress buster. But before we dive into all of that, 
Sarah Malks, tell me, what have you got going on at the moment? What's new? Well, do you know what? We thought we'd just um, share some of our news, didn't we, before we dive into the episode. So I wanted to tell you all that I've got a lovely retreat coming up in June in Greece. Right now it's raining, pouring with rain, and it's very grey outside. So I'm just thinking about being in that sunshine. Um, So if you are thinking about getting away and retreating, then my retreat is on the island of Kufanizia. Not sure if I'm saying that right, you know, Um, but it's just off Mykonos and it's going to be so, so wonderful. It's on the 27th of June to the 2nd of July this summer. Um, Lots of swimming, lots of getting on boats, great food, lovely yoga with me. So if that tickles your pickle, then I'll leave some of that info in the show notes. So that's that's what I've got going on soon. Um, But Serena, tell me what you've got going on because I think that's even sooner. Your retreat 100% tickles my pickle. That sounds absolutely incredible. I can't wait. I can't wait. I might be hiding in your suitcase for that one. (laughs) I've got something very exciting coming up too. On Wednesday, the 2nd of March, Awaken begins. And Awaken is my 12-week program, which helps you to swap anxiety and self-doubt for self-compassion, helps you to swap stress and overwhelm for calm confidence. So all of the good stuff. And over the course of the 12 weeks, I will be helping you to get to the root of your anxieties, to retrain your brain and to swap stress for success using a combination of cognitive behavioral coaching, hypnotherapy, emotional regulation techniques, and lots, lots more. So again, I will pop some info in the show notes. If you have any questions, do get in touch. This is your last three days, I think, to sign up. Um, And there are a few spaces remaining. So I would love to have you in the group if you are ready to beat your anxiety for good. Hello, can I swap stress for success? Absolutely. Thank you. Join me. Thank you. Everyone is welcome. (laughs) What a little tag. Well done. (laughs) Well, that's what we've got going on. Um, But let's get into the this week's fab fab guest, Michelle. Um, There's a great recipe coming up too. So here's Michelle on Kitchen Club. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to Kitchen Club. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, good morning, both. Thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to meet you. Let's dive straight into your three ingredients and get started with your recipe. Can you remember what those three were, Michelle? Uh, Absolutely. I am eating for England. I love it. So uh, (laughs) sweet potatoes, garlic and halloumi because I always want something a little salty. Have we had these exact ones before, Serena? Not in this combination, but we've had all three of them before. Yeah, because they're good. They're classics. They're goodies. Garlic is so good for you. I mean, I think I willfully ignore the recipe when it's like one clove of garlic, and I'm like, well, what is the point of that? Me what too. is the point? And especially when there's tiny, when you get the tiny garlic bulbs and they're like tiny little cloves. Oh, it's the most frustrating thing trying to peel those little guys, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I was recently told, by the way, that there's something very different between slicing garlic and smashing it in the garlic crusher. Apparently it changes the flavor, which I know. Oh, I'm, I'm a crusher, personally. Yeah. I'm I used to be a slicer, but I just got a very nice new crusher. So I'm, I'm converted. Mm. It's all kind of in the slicing zone, but sometimes it does say crushed garlic and then they mean it. 
Yeah, <laughs> they do mean it. And Interesting. Um, I heard, I can't remember where I got this from, but if you either slice or crush your garlic first and then leave it for like 20 minutes, it releases whatever the good properties in garlic that there are. Even more. Yeah, even more. And then cook with it and it's like all the great stuff it's in your mouth. It's meant to be so good for us, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I really feel for anyone who is low FODMAP and, and can't eat garlic. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's life without garlic? Miserable. <laughs> so miserable. Or, or a blessing to your friends and family who hurt. <laughs> yeah. Depends who you're kissing. <laughs> um, Serena, do you want to tell us what you you made this one for Michelle? I made for Michelle a halloumi sweet potato and chickpea curry. And after I made it, I tasted it and was like, you know what? This tastes kind of like a tikka masala. So I Googled the ingredients for a tikka masala, and it is basically a tikka masala. <gasps> Yeah. Um, Amazing. But I think halloumi in a curry is a no-brainer because often people use paneer and I personally find paneer very tasteless. And so halloumi, you have like a delicious curry with then all these little salty, delicious bits in it. So I think it's an absolute winner, even if it sounds like a weird combo. Well, because paneer is, yeah, I think paneer means well, but it comes across <laughs> It comes across as like sort of spongy, like tofu. And I know some people really, really love tofu as well. And I don't know. Yeah. It's all in how you cook it, isn't it? All in what you do with it. Are you a curry fan, Michelle? I am. So I'm Mm. so excited about this. Yes. We'll send you the recipe so you can enjoy your three favorite ingredients. I have to say, I think it's a particularly good one. I'm, I'm proud of our recipe work this week. So I hope you enjoy it. Oh, brilliant. I will make it and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send you my review. <laughs> I think I actually have all the ingredients right now. Yay! You'd hope so if they're your three favourite, wouldn't you? We should probably quiz our guests on that. <laughs> um, Michelle, we're, we're going to dive in now to talking about um, the vagus nerve and chatting all about that, which is very exciting because I think, um, I mean, I kind of, was aware of the vagus nerve, but it wasn't until I started using my Sensate device, which is what we're going to get into as well, um, did I really want to learn more about the vagus nerve. And I feel like it's it's um, something that's coming up in conversation a lot more. I'm seeing it a lot on my social media. So please may you start by giving us a little intro into the vagus nerve, what it does and what happens when it's stimulated or toned I think is the correct way right no problem. Um, and you've kind of hit on a, a little difference there I think between sensate and some of the other uh, medical devices that are out there uh, to stimulate the vagus nerve which is a bit more um, can be a little bit more invasive and use electricity so uh, the vagus nerve because I also did not know anything about the vagus nerve before I started working for sensate um, you know, I had a lot of interests in other kind of holistic, you know, self-care like breath work and meditation, um, you know, both really important breath work. I found it easier because it's really engaging and you're focusing on a physical activity. So my mind wouldn't tend to just wander off. Uh, I find meditation sometimes really easy and rewarding, but sometimes quite hard to stick with. Mm. I end up coming out of a meditation session sometimes more frustrated than when I started just because I feel like, oh, I was just really crap with that, actually. Um, 
and have I achieved anything except now I'm later than whatever I was late for already. Um, you know, and that can be really difficult in our compressed lives. So in any case, finding out about the vagus nerve was quite a revelation because um, it runs from your brain through your chest cavity on each side here. And, and it goes through every single major organ of the body, which I find, you know, of your chest. And I find that really fascinating. So it goes through your heart, goes through your lungs, all the way down through everything else and to your gut. Uh, and suddenly it starts to be a little bit of an aha moment, right? Because you start learning about how once you're kind of living in that fight, flight, freeze zone, uh, which a lot of us are, right? We have a lot of reasons. Uh, you know, there's global events and national events. There's a global pandemic on. There are, and even before all of that, I think 75% of populations generally in America, UK, and Australia are all reporting being significantly stressed. Um, wow, 75%. That was before the pandemic, right? So that means you've now got this median level of, um, you know, cortisol and adrenaline just sort of consistently in your body, which is horrific for inflammation and doesn't do any of your other organ systems any favors, to be honest. You know, that kind of sustained assault of being anxious and stressed out. Um, and, you know, the reason for this is because we had a vagus nerve before we had brains, you know, developed in the way that we think of them now. So the vagus nerve predates that. And it's not extremely nuanced, if I'm honest. It's, you know, you're sort of in fight, flight, freeze, like being eaten by tigers, or you are somewhere safe and you're in rest and digest, able to sleep, digest your food, recover, renew yourself. Um, and there's not any nuance in this, right? So your vagus nerve really doesn't differentiate between, you know, being eaten by tigers and too many emails or your boss being angry at you. So it's a bit binary. Uh, you're either safe and resting or everything is terrible. Mm. Uh, and that fight, flight, freeze state is really not a great place to exist. Um, you're, you know, not really very well connected to your prefrontal cortex and you are not empathetic. I mean, think about it. It's just survival. You just want to survive. So it's a very selfish state. You're fearful, um, you know not necessarily making amazing decisions, probably not interacting with people in your life in a really positive way. Um, I'm sure we've all had like days where you, you know, when you're late for work, you run in and now you're late for your meeting and you don't even say good morning to people and you're just disorganized and frustrated and you're not going to have a good experience. You're not going to have a positive interaction with your colleagues or your friends or your family. Um, so being able to toggle back into that flow state, the rest and digest state, back into the parasympathetic nervous system, that's where you want to be. And mm. learning how to regulate your ability to pull out of stress, I think, is kind of a superpower. Um, you know, sensei isn't going to stop stress from happening whatsoever. I mean, as much as that would be delightful, uh, and I would love to have less stress in my life, that's not going to happen. So the only thing we can do is sort of learn how to, you know, cope with that. Um, and so we've done some early tests. We know that Sensei causes people to increase their heart rate variability. That's kind of an easy biomarker to be able to pick up on, um, just in terms of measuring. Measuring the activity of the vagus nerve one way or the other is a little bit more complicated. Um, but HRV is a pretty common, um, you know, proxy biomarker for healthy vagal tone. Uh, so that's what we're doing. 
the sensate goes on your chest. It's a device, a palm shaped, goes right here, kind of where you would do a comedy Tarzan. <laughs> um, and, and it's actually just emitting sound waves into, into your chest cavity. Um, and that's using bone conduction. So we put it right here on your sternum uh, and the sound is integrated with the app uh, that is controlling it. You also have headphones on. You're listening to some really lovely tracks. They're all a bit different, so it's just to your personal taste. Uh, but they're specially composed, so they have some secret sauce, uh, you know, special ingredients that I can't necessarily share. Um, but those soundtracks in your ears are actually perfectly coordinated with the sensate on your chest. Think of the sensate as one of the instruments in that musical composition. And the sound is going to radiate into your chest. Your body is made up of between 70 and 90% water. And sound travels beautifully through water. I mean, this is how sonar and dolphins work. Um, so that sound, that humming is going into your chest and it's calming the vagus nerve, bringing you kind of out of that fight, flight, freeze. Um, and it's really quite extraordinary. I did some demos before Christmas uh, and... It's so lovely to watch people, even if they're skeptical, they put it on their chest, wait, I said, just, just commit to two minutes. And almost universally within 90 seconds, you'll watch them. And then about 90 seconds in, they'll do this really big breath. Best. And it's kind of involuntary. It's like almost like a yawn, but it's, you know, that's your nervous system doing a little reset. Yeah. Why is it, Michelle, why is it on the, on the sternum? Does that have a direct uh, kind of like <laughs> a light into the vagus nerve or yeah. Why is it on the sternum? Um, if you think of your body a bit more like an instrument, so like a guitar, you know, so your chest is this wonderful reverberating space, uh, you know, not unlike a speaker or like that body of a guitar, um, putting the sensate right there on your sternum the sound is going to resonate against the bone. So the bone conduction of your ribs then reaches around your sternum, your body, and the water is going to carry sound as well. It just makes it this amazing echo chamber mm. for the sound resonance. Um, and, you know, there are other practices. Uh, we have people so often <laughs> write in to let us know that you can absolutely do this for free if you learn how to, you know, chant or hum. There's a reason that people om mm -hmm. into their chest. And with enough training, you can absolutely achieve this effect. I mean, of course, and that is where our founder, Stefan, you know, got a lot of these ideas. Uh, he had been meditating since he was a child and, you know, practicing a lot of this work uh, all through his uh, youth and uh, adult practice as, of course, being an integrated medicine physician. So I think his goal was more to make it, you know, consistently something that people could replicate um, because most of us aren't going to go through the training to learn how to, you know, practice these really ancient, obviously extremely effective um, ways of, of toning the vagus nerve. Uh, mm. I, I am not, and I know it works, and I just very much cannot envision myself going through whatever sort of training and practice would be needed. So you can't really fail at Sensate. You put it on and it's not meditating. You don't have to focus or clear your mind or any of that. You can still be going through your grocery list or, you know, maybe you're trying not to ruminate and focus on a fight you had with somebody. Uh, you know, none of that interrupts the sense state from doing its work. And, and can I also ask why the word toning the vagus nerve? 
why why is it toning it is it because it kind of acts like a muscle and if we don't use it in that way then it kind of um will stop working so much in the body or yeah why the tone yeah i think um well, the slight difference between toning and stimulating, first of all, is just that there are medical devices that can be either implanted into the chest, and that is, uh, you know, obviously quite invasive. There's also some therapies where you can electrocute yourself here, electric current in the neck. Uh, and these are to treat things like drug-resistant epilepsy and cluster headaches and some really painful you know, threatening conditions. And obviously, the therapy then is well worth it, considering... Right. The, the severity of the condition for the rest of us, the 75% who are just sort of low key miserable all the time, then this is probably kind of that right entry level. So it is more of a gentle toning effect um, using the sound and toning. You're absolutely right. It is just like toning a muscle. Anything that you do, the more you practice it, the more you create those neural pathways in that response to yourself of this is going to work like, I now really quickly relax when I put a sunset on because I know it's going to work and because I'm practicing. Uh, alternatively, sometimes I don't need it at all if I'm in the middle of a stressful situation. I'm actually able to just take that big deep breath. I just think about the deep breath and I'm able to do a little reset right there and then even, you know, that's accessible in the middle of a meeting or on the tube, you know. Yeah anywhere you happen to be. And that means, okay, I'm learning now. I'm learning to take care of myself. That's really interesting. You say that I am, I'm a hypnotherapist and in the work I do a lot of, a lot of stuff I do with people to help with anxiety and stress is relaxation training. And there's a similar idea to that, that obviously the more you practice relaxation, it helps you whilst you're in the moment and you're practicing, but actually the more habitual that practice comes, the more the effects start to generalize so that you're not just benefiting when you're doing the relaxation practice or using your sensate, but actually you're able to tap into that sense of calm far more easily when you're out and about, when you're on the tube, when you're in a meeting. Um, so I hadn't thought of that with Sensate, but I love that as well. But yeah, the more you use it, it benefits you, not just whilst you're physically using it, but all the time relaxation becomes becomes a more easily accessible state to you. And obviously relaxation is naturally, is our natural state. We're just completely detached from that. You know, if the vagus nerve can be toned and can be made more healthy and, you know, if if it's just been under, cons- like just taking a beating, frankly, over the last few years, right? Um, you know, you can feel yourself, like if you're getting stressed, you can feel your heart start to beat faster. You can feel that you're starting to breathe more shallowly. And, you know, sometimes people feel sick to their stomach even because, you know, you just feel this anxiety come over you. Um, and that is your vagus nerve because it's the gut brain superhighway. It's running through all those organs. So it is letting you know, okay, now definitely freak out. Tigers, emails, whatever it is, equal level of panic. Um, and uh, I think. I think the more that we can tone the vagus nerve, it's just that you interrupt, you catch yourself and you're like, it's just email actually, you know, you start to become, you know, healthier in your response to things and healthier in your physical response to things. We get the most amazing unsolicited like love letters from our customers. And I have to say, that's probably my favorite thing about work is, is getting these messages and it is helping people with inflammatory situations or people who have digestive disorders, um, people who are suffering from really severe things like uh, panic attacks and they, they use their sensate when they're having, or they feel a panic attack coming on, they're able to kind of slow that down. 
Um, again, you know, always the disclaimer that we're not a medical device. Uh, and of course, everybody should always discuss, you know, whatever they're using to treat their uh, health with, with their doctor. Um, but I think most of us have kind of a range of things now, don't we? Like I meditate when I feel I can meditate and I love I do. I love going for walks. I live really next to a beautiful park with a lake. I have about 10 things that I know are part of my kind of health regime. So I'm like a toolbox. Yeah. Mm. I I listen to the calm app. I really like listening to the sleep stories sometimes, you know, uh, I think coping with stress and anxiety is such, I mean, it's an unfortunately enormous market. So we love everybody else out there who's, you know, we don't really view anybody as a competitor. We're all trying to help everyone. Yeah. I mean, this is essentially what our podcast is all about, you know, listening, learning and listening to to different elements of basically trying to be as calm and, and well as we can be and, and yeah, learning from each other and picking up different tools from everyone else's different toolbox. I mean, I started using Sensei um, maybe a year ago and I use it every single day now. And I, I like to the point where I'll, I'll take it away with me. And if I, ha- if I haven't taken it away with me, I'll be like, Oh my gosh. It's the best thing on the plane as well. Yes. Great on the plane. Noise yeah. Noise-canceling headphones and away you go. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like you're transported into another world, isn't it? Um, and I've definitely found that it, yeah, as you were saying, Michelle, you know, meditation can be extremely frustrating, especially when you are in, a very anxious state and you feel like you can't control your breath or your mind as, as much as you try. So having that kind of extra support from the sensate feels, I mean, anything on your chest anyway, feels grounding. Mm-hmm. Just having like very gentle pressure on your chest, doesn't it? feels grounding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nights where I've been lying awake, unable to sleep, and you, for me, I feel I think putting my sensei on, you almost feel the vibration when you are more stressed, you feel the vibration further into the body. I don't know if anyone else has ever said that, but I'll kind of feel it in my feet a bit more if I am more stressed and my whole body needs to let go and relax. Um, so I've had a whale of a time with it. I just think it's, it's great. It is really amazing. And I think it came for me around just at the right time because I happened to be extremely unwell. Um, I had a really unusual, uh, problem where my skin barrier broke down. Uh, it's quite a rare, wow. rare situation. Um, and I'd been through a lot of, uh, stressful kind of experiences uh with some family bereavements and and other things and you know that stuff can be really devastating to your whole system when you don't deal with that kind of trauma um and i happened to get the strava sensei uh right when i was kind of recovering and i very much feel like it has contributed to that for sure and Mm. of course now you know uh almost two and a half three years in you know, now I'm seeing feedback from other customers as well, where they're like, I'm really convinced it's like really helping me to calm, like, you know, skin irritation and inflammation and other sort of, you know, these things can be really painful and really debilitating. Um, so being chronically unwell is really tough. And then of course we really resonate with people who are biohackers who are super healthy, super amazing, and they just want to be 3% more amazing than they already are. 
really interested in the hypnotherapy as well. I just have to say it's something I've been delving into like self-hypnosis videos because of course I've been very isolated. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. And I've been experimenting with, so you can do self-hypnosis where you get yourself into a very relaxed state and then you suggest things to yourself. And I've been experiment, experimenting with using affirmations whilst using my sensate. I was wondering, is there anybody who shouldn't use a sensate? Are there any common contraindications? Can you use it when you're pregnant? Can you? We haven't had contraindications as such. It's just that we're a new product. So we also haven't tested in certain situations. So we feel it's best to be cautious mm-hmm. and recommend against using it. If you already have uh, like anything, you know, any implants fitted like a pacemaker, uh, we haven't tested on people wearing pacemakers uh, or pregnant people. Um, and I think it's children under 13. So, um, at the moment, you know, we just, we haven't tested, you know, on these groups of people. And I think it's just important always to be really prudent. And of course, Mm -hmm. anybody always, always speak to your doctor if you have concerns or reservations. Um, I feel like it's quite a safe and lovely therapy in that it is sound. So it's not that kind of vibrator. It's (laughs) <laughs> not a mechanical vibration. It is sound resonant. So it's uh, really similar. I think if you were to put your hand on a bass speaker or how people who, you know, aren't uh, able to hear, are able to experience music and rhythm through bass speakers. Um, and a really easy way of understanding it is cats, cats, speaking of cats, they have a sensei basically built in. They were born with their own little sensei on the inside. And so they purr. Oh. Yeah, they can purr if they're scared or sick or, you know, anything. Like sometimes people pick their cat up from the vet and will be like really just purring away like desperately and they're healing themselves. They're, they're wow. self, yeah, they're self-soothing. So they've just got a sensate inbuilt. Um, so unless you are sensitive to sound and of course, you know, we are becoming more and more aware of different neurodiverse, you know, conditions and, and people may very well be sensitive to sound. Um, so that's certainly possible. Uh, but unless you typically find sound, noise, or music, um, you know, counter to feeling well, then I think since it would be very safe. Mm. So, so would it be an experience like a sound bath, that, that kind of same effect within the body? Yeah, we've had several people say um, that, I mean, I think Davina McCall, for some reason, somebody had given her a sensate, it wasn't us, but uh, she said it was a lot like a, she said it was a lot like a sound bath. Yeah. uh, For sure. Um, So there's a lot of different sound-based therapies. And actually, sensate, you know, the inspiration for it was actually this really big, like, bed that you would lay on, and the sound would come through the whole large bed into your body, which is obviously... I'm sure. Amazing. I'd love to try that. Yeah. I've tried it. I've tried it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Where have Um, you done that? I did it at Wilderness actually. Did a gong, gong bed bath thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like a gong bed. Yeah. That sounds dreamy. I think Emma Cannon has one actually. But it's not, I mean, that's not very achievable or accessible for most people. (laughs) So, you know, again, our, you know, Stefan, just felt like he wasn't going to be able to reach enough people. Like, you know, a clinic on Harley street is going to help a few thousand people. And sensei, you know, the big breakthrough was miniaturizing the technology, right? Got rid of like 99% of the hardware. And now we have this tiny little stone that you're going to put on your chest and you're the hardware. So yeah. 
but you're participating. I think it is also kind of a nice, I don't know. I think it's a nice role reversal that rather than this big apparatus, you start to realize that your body can help itself. And I think there's something really wonderful and circular about that. The power within you. Mm. Serena's quite new to using Sensei. So Serena, how have you found it? I love it. I've only been using it for a couple of weeks now, but I'm using it pretty much every day. Mm. Um, I'm also, I'm <laughs> more about me. I'm also a reflexologist. So I'm like big on vagus nerve stuff already. I, I, I kind of, I know, you know, how important it is to be getting people into their parasympathetic nervous system. So I love it I, I, because I think, because I kind of know some of the science around relaxation and why it's important. I'm even more into it because I know that it's a nice break from my working day. I always do it after lunch, have a little lie down. I know what it's doing to my body. So I know it's helping me. Um, I also put it on my dog the other day and she loves it. Really? I'm a bit of a nutty dog lady. Um, <laughs> but she, I put it on Indy's chest and she was just like, ah, she loved it. My husband's into it. Whenever I'm using it in bed, he's like, can I have a go after you? <laughs> so yeah, my whole family is now obsessed. A, and lot of, a lot of people report their pets, dogs or cats, kind of coming and deciding that they're going to curl up and get in on it. They're like, oh, come and snuggle you while you're having a sensei. Yeah. To begin with, she was quite confused because I would lie down and she could hear it vibrating and she'd stand over me like this. <laughs> I sent Sarah a video once of the dog being like, what is that? But no, she's really into it now. Um, Michelle, we're going to end with your healthy habit, which you've already kind of spoken about. But yeah, I mean, and it's also sensei. But can you share with us your healthy habit that makes you feel grounded and calm and yourself? Definitely. The walks out in nature, um, you know, I'm really, really fortunate and like extremely aware that disparity between people was, I think, really, really revealed when the pandemic kicked off. Um, and I can't imagine what pandemic was like for people without any outdoor space or, or anything accessible like that. So that breaks my heart just thinking about it. Um, and so I'm so, so grateful that, A, I have a garden in my backyard, which is amazing backyard if you're American. <laughs> um, so I do have a little, I do have a little garden and it's absolutely lovely. But then I go for walks and there's a beautiful pond um, and birds. And I love watching the changing of the seasons. You know, we're getting close to where I now I'll be able to see that first mist of little green leaves starting to come out. And you start to anticipate it and you see baby squirrels at a point and they're so cute. Uh, and then all the different baby birds as well. And, you know, you see the seasons change and I think it's important to feel really connected to that, but there's so much research about how being out in nature has a dramatic effect on your mood, but even your physical health. Um, so I think it's about realizing how interconnected we are. I mean, even, I mean, trees can speak to each other by mycelial networks underground. So I think it's important to realize that humans are not divorced from the functions of the planet like we are really very very much part of it um yeah I think massively. it made me a lot more passionate as well just about you know stewardship of the planet over mm. the last of years because you realize how healthy and important it is to us are either of you watching green planet at the moment I'm not but I've been told it's amazing yes I mean it's just about plants and wow are they basically animals mind-blowing mind-blowing it really makes you think that is a whole life force 
they are far more intelligent than we'll ever be. You know, there's so much more going on and we can just learn from all those living things around us. Incredible. What I was going to say was actually another TV recommendation. <laughs> Go on. Talking of the mycelial network, Michelle, have you seen Fantastic Fungi, the documentary? I haven't actually. Okay, but that's another good one for your list. It's fascinating all about exactly as you say, how the trees are all talking to each other. Clearly it's about mushrooms, fantastic fungi. Um, It's brilliant. I really, really recommend it. Whip up a batch of my sweet potato and halloumi. Mm. (laughs) Watch Green Planet. That sounds like a nice night in. Michelle, thank you so very much for joining us and for giving us loads more insight. It's been fascinating. Thank you for having me. It's really fun. It's been lovely to meet you, Michelle. Thank you so much. Lovely to meet you as well. Thank you so much, Michelle, for joining us. I hope that you all really enjoyed that and that you learned as much as we did. I think it's such a fascinating topic. Actually, I didn't tell you this. I had an interesting conversation with my acupuncturist yesterday who said that there are countries, don't ask me where because I can't remember, that are trialling a four-day work week. Yeah. This is all over, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that the UK as well? I thought it was um, businesses that are trialling it. So he said that there was some like cool forward thinking Scandinavian country as well. But yes, some businesses are. And he was saying that, you know, it's really interesting that with stress, stress practices and yoga and sensei and all of this good stuff, there's only so much we can do if society is still overworking us. Yeah. That big old demand to sit at your laptop all day and produce and be productive mm. and achieve. I think it's fascinating. I love the idea of a four-day work week. I know. I mean, I try to do it anyway, to be honest. <laughs> Too much blue light. I'm just not. No, thank you. Can't switch off. Um, but yes, I also think it's so interesting. As I've said a thousand times, I've been using Sensate for such a long time, so it's been really great to learn a bit more about it and why I'm doing it every day um I've definitely 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 noticed a difference for me um so if anyone does want to explore Sensate then we have a code for you to use to get 20 pounds off your own device so if that interests you then use the code kitchen club all in capital letters at the checkout Um, and you can try it for yourself. And also, I haven't tried Serena's recipe this week, and it sounds incredible. So I'm getting hungry and want to go. If I may say so myself, it is a super good one. It's basically a halloumi tikka masala. What more could you want? Yum. Worth, as you say. Worth. Um, If you want the recipe for that, it's on our Instagram at Kitchen Club Podcast. Hope you've all enjoyed. If you have leave a review if you like um and we'll see you next week bye bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.